So, um, what I'd like to do today is, um, is just look at a couple of ideas in the Haggadah to start us off um, in Israel Scottish. And um, as I said a few times in different, in different forums today, the, uh, if you don't mind guys, I'm going to mute everyone. Just makes it easier then to, so that the background noises aren't there. Um, if you want to ask a question, just unmute yourself and then come in. So, um, it is Rosh Kodesh today, Rosh Kodesh um, Nisan. And uh, we, in the, 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 the Seder itself, in the Haggadah, asked that same question, Yachom Rosh Kodesh. Maybe you would think that you would start um, discussing the, the Pesach concept from Rosh Kodesh. So, thanks Mira for organizing. You there? Okay. So, so you think that Yachom Rosh Kodesh? You think that it might be from Rosh Kodesh? The reason, the question is, why would you think that you would start discussing the uh, the Yitzhak Mitzrayim from Rosh Kodesh? At the end of the day, it's Rosh Kodesh. It's not the night of the Seder. So it seems to be that um, it could be based on um, on a very important halakha. And the halakha is that thirty days before the Chag, we start asking questions about the Chag. Um, and the question is, is that only in Pesach, because there's so much to do in Pesach, or does it apply to the other Chagim as well? And uh, that is a question that could be the basis of the um, of this question of whether or not we start from Rosh Kodesh. But um, another, qu- another answer could be, and I think this is more, a much more profound and a better answer, is that we know that 3,465 years ago, when, when, when Hashem gave the mitzvah of Rosh Kodesh to, um, to Moshe Rabbeinu, He also gave him the mitzvah of the Korban Pesach. And so you have to ask yourself whether the, the giving of the mitzvah of the Korban Pesach together with Rosh Kodesh also means that part of the Rosh Kodesh environment, part of the Rosh Kodesh um, schematic as such, is the, um, the discussion around what the Korban Pesach, uh, Korban Pesach represents. The only thing is, is that the Korban Pesach mitzvah that was given at the time of the giving of the mitzvah of Rosh Kodesh was specifically the Korban Pesach to do with Mitzrayim. It's not the same Korban Pesach that we have. The Korban Pesach of Mitzrayim is kind of in anticipation for that which was going to happen. And since it's in anticipation for that which was going to happen, that's why they have to sit with their, um, with their belts on and with their staffs in their hands and everything ready to go. So really comes along, the, the Haggadah and says, no, no, no. It's not about the Korban Pesach Mitzrayim that we, are, that we have this discussion tonight. Tonight is about the Korban Pesach for all Dorot, for all generations. And the Korban Pesach for all, the, all generations is the one in which we have the Matzah and the Maror, Munachim Nefanech, we have, the, we have the, the Matzah and the Maror in front of us, where we're starting using those as triggers for the discussion about what's going to happen on this night, on this night of the Seder. So therefore, even though it might be a nice idea to think that we would start Yachol Merosh Kodesh, we don't start from Rosh Kodesh, we only start the question, and that is the question that we're going to, start, going to discuss um, a little bit of tonight, we only start um, when we have the Matzah, the Maror and the Matzah in front of us, because the Matzah, the Maror and the Matzah, the Matzah and the Maror in front of us um, allow us to think in a much more a practical thing, what is the night have to do with um, 
And that is the concept of freedom. It is the concept of chayrut. It is the concept of who we can be. Um, it's an amazing thing that the, the Balha Gada then moves, having established that we only discuss it on the night where Matz and Maro in front of us, that the Balha Gada, the one who authored the Haggadah, this incredible Sefer that has got so much in it, then moves on from there and starts with uh, what the Haggadah asked us to do. Because the Haggadah asked us, um, sorry, the Mishnah asked us, the Mishnah asked us that we, um, that we start the night with the discussions of Matchil Begenut, Messiah Beshvach. We start with Genut, Genut is like degradation, Messiah Beshvach, and we finish with Shevach, we finish with um, great praise for our Kodesh Baruch, and great praise for the Jewish people, and great praise as a general rule. And what is that all about? So therefore, the, the, the Haggadah start, moves on and starts saying the following. It says, and says, Mitchila of the Avodah Zarah Initially, our forefathers were of the Avodah Zarah. They were involved in that which is an absolute anathema to everything that we as the Am Yisrael believe in. Everything. Um, the concept of Avodah Zarah is, is not only idol worship, but the concept of Avodah Zarah is actually serving that which is not the service of our Kaddish Baruch. Um, not only Avodah Zarah, not only what we call idol worship. And I saw an unbelievable Facebook post, which um, in these times is very real and something that we need to, to think about what he's saying because I think what he's trying to say is, is very big and, and has enormous consequences. He said, I can't remember who it was, I think it was Dov Friedman, someone, I can't remember exactly his name, but what he said was when we get back to Mignonim, when we are able once, you're not a South African, when we are able once again, to daven in minyanim in peace and in quiet and in the appropriate way that a Jewish community should be together. When that happens, he says that the people who he knows, who, did, who broke the quarantine that was happening in Eretz Israel at that time, when there was a call not to daven in minyanim, and people still daven in their private minyanim, um, which we've discussed as, as, as a rabbinic team, private minyanim, family minyanim, all those type of different spaces, that those... People, and it's unbelievable what he said, those people are not, in, they're not invited and will not be allowed to be part of his minion. Why will they not be allowed to be part of his minion? Because, as he said, they were not serving Hashem. Rather, they were serving the concept of minion. And the concept of minion right now is not Avodah Hashem, it's not the service of Hashem, but it's actually what he called Avodah Zorah. Because if you are not serving Hashem in, in, within the halachic constraints of what Hashem demands, as per the rabbinic um, authorities of the day, so then it's no longer Avodah Hashem, it's something else. And if it's not Avodah Hashem, it must be serving something else. Um, Johnny Solomon, who is uh, who was actually at our shul for a, for a Shabbos, um, on his Facebook post, he posted this most magnificent concept, which... Um, keeps resonating within me. And the concept he spoke about, he said there are two ways in which we can um, express, express our Yiddishkeit. The one is the halachic way, and the other one is the experiential way. And um, often the uh, experiential way is the thing that motivates us, that inspires us, that gives us this like... Um, 
the sphere, the chush, the way to be. And it's really often coupled with halacha. It's the way we live our lives and it makes us give, give brings a passionate drive towards Yiddishkeit. But sometimes that experiential, that emotional attachment is the thing that has to take second place when halacha is, is, um, is in conflict with it. Because when halakha is not in conflict with the experiential, then we want the experiential to drive us. But the minute the experiential becomes a problem and in a halakhic level, and halakhic levels are so many levels, because halakhic levels are not only just simply can you or can't you, but there's so many aspects to take into account, and that's what the Beis Din in South Africa had been so busy with, trying to, to weigh up all the different things um, as to what the, what, what the primary value is. And ultimately, they've come up with psakim, with guidelines for us to take, and those are the things that, are no, that make davening in a minion, well now obviously we can't now because of the lockdown, but before that, to daven in a minion against the advice of doctors and uh, the appropriate medical personnel becomes, as he said, in a way, because it's not serving it's serving our experiential um, religious needs, whereas we know that our Kodesh Baruch, the, the Gomorrah tells us that since the, the destruction of the Beis Amigdash, and the Beis Amigdash is that place of deep experiential connection to our Kodesh Baruch Hu, that our Kodesh Baruch Hu's existence exists within the Arba Amot of Halakha. So if we are able to put ourselves into those Arba Amot of Halakha, that's fantastic, um, as well as, as having the experiential. But if we are not, so then we need to revisit how it is that we are experiencing the Rebbeinu Shul Olam um, and our relationship with Him. And that's why it says, initially, we are void of and now. Now, it's an amazing thing. We don't say then. We don't say then at the time when Avraham Avinu became Avraham Avinu. We say, and now, and now, HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought us close to His Avodah, to serving Him. And it's not in the name of Hashem, by the way. It's in the name of Hamakom. And I think that's very important for us and very relevant for us in this time, right? When things are a little bit more difficult, when it's not the great family seders of everybody sitting together, and this is thing that's causing a lot of people deep pain, deep sadness, deep upset, that they can't be in their normal sedorim. I mean, every one of you, and it's hard to, to uh, be speaking to people who, don't, who I can't really see. You know, you guys haven't got your, um, you haven't got your videos on, and that's, and that's okay. But the point is that this is what a Seder is going to be like, where you're remembering the person who used to be sitting there next to you. It would be your, 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 your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, the uncles, the aunts, the cousins are playing outside. They're all helping and find Afikam. And all these things are not there. Hamakom. Hamakom is the same reference to Hashem that we use, sadly, in mourning. Why do we use that in mourning? Because when we're mourning and we're sad, it's hard to connect to all the different other aspects of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of His Rachamim, of all the different things. But one thing we can connect to is Hamakom, the place, a solid space from which HaKadosh Baruch Hu operates when we know that even though we are in a difficult time, and these next three weeks may be quite difficult for a lot of us. They may be difficult for us because we've got a lot, of, we've got a lot to do. We've got a lot to, to connect with. And we're going to have to connect with our, with our children, our spouses, our whoever it is that's living in the compounds or where we are, right? We're going to have to connect them in a different way. And um, those connections 
demand the one single connection, the solidity of Hamakom. And the one thing we need to know that even though we're not going to be with our parents and our, and our children, whoever it is that we would normally be, Hamakom, there's, there's this one solid thing that we are with. And that is the service of Hashem around our Seder tables in a very beautiful and very profound way. And I think that, gives, that should give us a certain level of solace, even though we're not going to be able to be with the people we'd normally be in. Shenemar, as it says, I'm sorry about the background, uh, if you can hear my children in the background, I apologize. Um, Shenemar, how do we know that this happened? Because it says, Vayoma Yehoshua el Kolha'am. Yehoshua, the people of Israel are in Eretz Israel. It's, um, it's time for them to now get back into uh, being the nation of Israel, including all the Korban Pesach, everything that they would have done. Vayoma Yehoshua Kolha'am. So this is what the God of Israel said. That your, your, your forefathers always lived on the other side of the Nahar. Meaning, they were not connected to Eretz Israel in the way they should have been. Terach Avi Avram. Terach, the father of Avram. Ve'avi Nachor and the father of Nachor. Ve'yavdu Elohim Acharim. And they served other gods. Ve'yekachet avichem et Avram ha'ever anahar. And Yoshua says that Hashem said that I took your father Avram, from the one side of the Nahar, and I took him through the land of Canaan, through Eretz Israel, and I increased his, uh, his seed, his children, and I gave him Yitzchak, and I gave Yitzchak Yaakov, and I gave Esav a place where he could get his specific um, um, landed inheritance. But Yaakov Uvanav, they didn't just get the easy route. Yaakov Uvanav, Yaakov and his sons, who need to now understand that they are part of the, the um, Abramitic um, vision of what it means to be a Jew, they do not get simply the land of Israel which Avraham Avinu and Yitzchak and Yaakov walked around, but rather they get something else. They get Yadu Mitzrayim. They go down to Mitzrayim. The Gomorrah said there were certain things that they need to fix themselves up with. Uh, one of them, for example, the Maharal says, is that um, when Avram Avinu, and this is so powerful, I think, especially in this time for us, when Avram Avinu was um, fought against the kings and he got back the, um, all the spoils of Sodom from the, from the kings that had conquered Sodom, and he brings them back to the king of Sodom. And he's got people and he's got uh, enormous wealth that he brings back with him and he gives it back to the king of Sodom and uh, the king of Sodom says to him no, no don't worry um, just you, ta- you give me the people and I'll take uh, sorry yeah, you give me the people and, uh, and you take all the, the spoils of war all the wealth and Avraham Avinu says I don't want to be known as being wealth the man who became wealthy because of the king of Sodom the Maharal points out that Abraham, the great Abraham, the greatest Makare in the whole world ever. Can you imagine a person who takes people from serving rocks and stones to serving the single God? It's mind-boggling, right? But Abraham Avinu, what he does is he doesn't take the people. Because says the Maharal, he should have taken the people. He should have taken all those souls that were there from Sodom and brought them into the, uh, the comfort of the knowledge of, of monotheism in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And because he didn't do that, there was a certain tiny, tiny hairline fracture 
within the very fabric of, of what Am Yisrael have to be. And therefore, one, that's one of the reasons why we had to go through the difficulties of, of Mitzrayim. And what's uh, interesting is that um, the, way, uh, the, the, the way it's presented is Yaakov Vanav Yardu Mitzrayim, Yaakov and their children, uh, and his children go down to Mitzrayim, and we think that that is a negative thing. And what do we say in response to that? The next paragraph says, Baruch Shomer Haftachato Yisrael Baruch Hu. We bless HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That even though we had to go down into Galut, even though we had to go down into this very difficult space of, um, of having to deal with the most um, perverse and the most disgusting activities in Mitzrayim, nonetheless, we say, Baruch Shomer Haftachato Yisrael. We bless HaKadosh Baruch Hu who keeps His promises. Why? Because in the same way as we went down to Mitzrayim, there had to be a purpose for that. So too, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hishavet HaKet, Latsots Kamash Nemar. HaKadosh Baruch Hu had figured that out. He knew when we went down to Mitzrayim, we knew this was the beginning of the end of us being just small little tribe who, uh, who, who, who had a, you know, some connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but, and the beginning of us becoming, as, he said, as, as the Torah says, a goy, an incredible nation. A nation that's going to be seen as the absolute um, light of the world through the, the values that we bring through Avraham Avinu. And I think on that we're going to, uh, we'll stop. I know we've only been going for about 20 minutes, but there's a lot of information there. I think it's important for us to understand that um, going into this time that we're going into um, is exactly the same as what, uh, what happened to, to Am Yisrael in many ways. Because... Um, we're going into this, into this next 21 days in order to, so to speak, cleanse ourselves. In order to take that which is so dangerous around us and, uh, and destroy it. And uh, we need to keep perspective that the things that are dangerous around us is not only the coronavirus. Um, we won't let this little virus get into our lives, but what are the things that we do allow into our world, into our environment, into our hands, into our mouths, that can really damage us, damage us, damage us as well. Um, this is our kura barzel. This is our possibility to find those different spaces where perhaps we can be working hard on ourselves on an individual level. We can work hard on our relationships with the people around us. We can work harder on our relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And all of those things need to be found out and looked at and and, uh, and investigated over this next three week period. And Emir Hashem will come out so much stronger, so much stronger, not just as people, as individuals, but so much stronger in our understanding of what community means, in our understanding of what it means to be part of a much greater whole, where we value the things that are part of those greater whole. We value the community functions that we're involved in. We value minyanim. We value all those things that we've previously said, ah, you know, don't have to worry about it. It's always going to be. Now we're learning that they're not always going to be. And because they're not always going to be, they have a real value to them, which we haven't had before. Bezrat Hashem, ladies, thank you for joining. And please, God, we will move forward in strength and in valor and with courage and make these next three weeks the most meaningful three weeks that we've had, perhaps even in our lives. I wish you all um, safety. You should be well. And uh, just adhere to what's been said. God bless everybody.
Uf, 